The podcast series title, Ditch the Dump, How Product Stewardship is Turning Waste into Resources. First episode title, There's More to Every Mattress. We buy stuff, we use it, and then we have to get rid of it. But who's responsible? That's where product stewardship comes in. And what the heck is product stewardship? It's a term that came to the forefront during the 2019 federal election when both major parties made election promises to fund product stewardship. So in this series of short podcasts, we'll explore what it means, how it impacts you, and how it helps us to get rid of stuff while getting the best resource use and the least amount of waste sent to fill up our tips. I'm Janelle Wallace. If someone had told me 15 years ago I was going to work in waste and enjoy it, I'd have said they're full of rubbish. And I'd like to think of it as working in resource optimization. As the general manager of the Soft Landing Mattress Product Stewardship Scheme, I got into bed with a social impact recycler, Soft Landing, and the bedding industry. No, not literally. I've learned more about beds and mattress recycling than I ever imagined one could know. In this first episode, There's More to Every Mattress, I speak with Ryan Trainer from East Coast USA. While we're still developing our product stewardship scheme for mattresses, Ryan and his team in the US are a few years ahead. Ryan sheds some light on what it means and how we can get mattresses out of landfill, off our streets, and add to customers' purchase experience. So, Ryan, welcome to Australia. Thank you very much. It's great to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I serve two functions on behalf of the mattress industry. One hat I wear is as president of the International Sleep Products Association, or ISPA. ISPA is the trade association for the mattress industry. We've been around for about 100 years representing mattress industry interests before government and also conducting consumer research to understand better what the consumer wants in her mattress. The second job I have is that I'm also president of the Mattress Recycling Council, or MRC. MRC was created by ISPA about five or six years ago to implement uh, recycling laws that had been enacted in three states in the United States, uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and California. And I have run both of those organizations. MRC is off to a great start. We began about five or six years ago and are, are now uh, very actively recycling product in those three states. And is recycling voluntary in those states or is it required? Recycling itself is voluntary. What is mandatory in those states is that the consumer must pay a fee when she buys a new mattress at retail. The retailer collects that money and at the end of every month, the retailer transfers that money to the MRC to fund our program. The consumer can take her old mattress and provide it to a charity. She can provide it to a relative, store it, or uh, send it to a a, a landfilling for for disposal, or she can recycle it. It's not mandatory. (laughs) How do you promote the recycling program? Well, we have several different audiences that we want to influence and educate about our program. First, we want to make sure that the mattress manufacturers understand how the program operates. Uh, They're dealing directly with the retailers when they sell their products to the retailers. So we want to make sure that they understand what we're doing so that the retailer gets accurate information. Uh, Independently, we want to work with the retailer to help provide resources that they can use with the consumer, provide point of purchase materials. We have posters, we have some educational brochures that they can provide to the consumer, staple to the invoice or otherwise provide the consumer. That outlines what happens 
with a used mattress when we take it, the types of products that can be used from uh, made from those old materials, and just tries to answer other questions that they may have about the program and, and provide links to uh, our website where they can learn more. And then finally, we want to work with the consumer themselves. We have learned that many consumers don't understand what the proper way to how to properly dispose of their mattress, and this can be pose some some problems in the community. Uh, we have a problem of illegal dumping in some communities in the United States. And we're finding that if we provide resources and information to consumers in these communities, that we can reduce dumping because they know how to, to dispose of their mattress properly. Lots of things to be doing there. Yes, keeps us busy. Yes. So in Australia, I, uh, we believe we have in the order of around 2 million mattresses available for disposal every year. So California certainly uh, shines a bit big light on, on recycling. It certainly does. Compared to us. And so how do consumers respond to this program? Well, most consumers have responded very positively. We have a number of these types of take-back programs in, in the United States that are funded at retail by the consumer. So I think they've understood this is one more difficult to recycle product that requires a user fee to, to fund its proper recycling. Consumers that we encounter at various fairs and festivals around the United States in the summertime where we, we have personnel there to, to talk about our program, really embrace what we're doing. Uh, we use that as an opportunity to educate the whole family about recycling and uh, just to promote what we're doing with their old products. We, we also just want to raise awareness with consumers that when you dispose of a large product, it's, it's not the easiest thing to find a proper home for it. And uh, I think that the public relations work that we're doing is helping consumers understand better the, the complexities and the, what needs to be done to recycle things properly. And where might we find those bits of a mattress at the end of its life? Well, the mattress can be broken down into four categories of materials. Uh, one is the steel that we use for the inner springs. The second is the foam, a polyurethane foam or a latex foam that we use for some of the upholstery cushioning material. Uh, the third is various types of fiber and fabrics we use on the exterior of the product, as well as, as some upholstery materials on the interior. And then the wood that's in the base. Uh, the steel is very readily recyclable. Uh, we just need to strip off the rest of the material from it, the mattress material, and either shred it or bale it in a form that can be handled efficiently by the steel scrap markets. The foam is used as carpet underlayment. Again, it's a very good use for that material. The fiber fabric and wood are much more difficult to place. And so a small part of the fee that we collect from consumers is being used to initiate research to find better uses for those materials. Uh, we want to make mattress recycling as financially sustainable as possible, and we want to try to get the best use out of the, the raw materials that come or the used materials that come out of our products. Uh, we don't want to landfill anything. That would be our objective. Uh, but before we can achieve that objective, we need to try to stimulate markets, find new uses for those materials so that we can keep them out of landfills. So if anyone has any great ideas of new products that can be made with any of those materials, they should get in touch they with us. They certainly should. Pass, their, pass those suggestions on to me, please. Excellent. Yes. And what about technology in terms of recycling? Is it a manual process in the US or are you employing technology? We've tried to employ technology. It's largely a manual process, though, at this point. Various uh, recyclers have tried the degree of shredding of the material. Uh, we find that the shredding processes so far, so far uh, result in the steel springs getting entangled with the soft goods and that uh, small shards or slivers of steel find their way into the soft goods. For the types of uses that we have currently for the soft goods, 
carpet pad, for example, carpet underlayment, those small shards are can be very disastrous in the, the manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. So while we're very open to technology and want to introduce it when it makes sense, uh, right now the dismantling process itself is largely manual. Uh, we will use technology to help compress uh, the springs into bricks of, of uh, compressed steel coils for easy transport or to shred the material. Uh, we also will use technology to bale the soft goods. Uh, but right now, the technology really isn't there to have large-scale dismantling processes. We're very open to it. We would love to experiment with that. And we plan to do that in the future. But for today, it's a manual process. Mm-hmm. And I believe that in Australia, our principal recycler is a social enterprise that we the mattress to recycle is the tool and the outcome is the jobs created for people who experience disadvantage. Are you working with similar organizations? Yes, we are. It's not the same degree of social purpose that we do not have the same uh, social purpose goal that you do uh, in Australia. But we certainly are open to working with anybody who's in the recycling sector. And in fact, we have uh, three or four Nonprofits, uh, Goodwill, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, um, and another nonprofit that operates in, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, where uh, they have a similar social mission. So I think there's there's room in this space for a lot of different companies, for-profits and nonprofits, and uh, we are eager to work with anybody who can do the process efficiently and, and is, is honest about it. So we're, we're very open to that. What would you say to people who think that recycling should be, that recycling is free? Well, that's part of our education process. Uh, we're, we live in such a, a throwaway society where we are tired of a product or, or we've, we've legitimately used it. And we just either put it on the curbside or put it in our bin. And so long as somebody comes and, and picks it up or empties the bin for us, it's out of sight. It's out of mind. It must have been taken care of very easily. But uh, the truth is that the, the markets for recycled material are very volatile. Uh, the truth is it takes a lot of energy and, and logistics to transport those goods from your curbside, from your bin, to a market where they can be used. And in the case of complex products like a mattress, it takes a lot to dismantle them properly, separate the goods, and get in a form that other manufacturers can use them to make new products. And that's part of our communication story. That's part of our effort that begins at retail when the consumer buys her new product. We want her to understand the complexities of the process, why we need to collect that fee. And then we we roll that out with with students, with families at uh, community events and through radio spots, TV spots and other types of advertising. Mm -hmm. So there's no free lunch. There is no free lunch, unfortunately. Well, we've certainly appreciated you coming uh, here and opening those doors for us, but I have a really uh, important question for you now. All right, what's that? What has been your favorite thing here? Has it been the smashed avocado or the meat pies? I have to say I enjoyed the meat pies a lot. They're very good. I I really enjoyed them. The smashed avocado was interesting too, but uh, I like the meat pies. Thank you. So recycling is one part of product stewardship. And if you're in the market for a new mattress and have to get rid of your old one, head over to recyclemymattress.com.au and look for a participating retailer near you. You'll also find a link there to our recycling partner, Social Enterprise Soft Landing. If you're a retailer and not yet a member of Product Stewardship, contact us through recyclemymattress.com.au.